Welcome to another episode of Natural Headcase, the podcast, where we use storytelling to challenge the way you see yourself in the world. I am your host, Elle Flo, and I hope that you all are well and surrounded by love during this time. These past couple days, we have seen some major changes happening throughout our cities, especially here in the DMV, specifically DC, in preparation for the inauguration of the 46th president, Mr. Joe Biden, and the first African-American female vice president, Miss Kamala Harris. For many of us, I believe we just want to get this over with at this point, thanks to the insurrection of the Capitol building and the impeachment proceedings of 45. With that being said, do continue to love on one another and try to remain focused on what it is that you are building for yourself. Let's get into the episode. Today I am joined by a very long time friend, mm-hmm. a very good friend of mine, Miss Devika. Hi. Hello, darling. Hey. How are you doing? I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> that's like a really yes. big deal because I haven't been happy in so long. Oh, so that's I'm so happy. good to hear. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to have you on my show today. Thank you for I just me. felt like you needed to come on. That, 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 um, you saying that you have found peace in the space mm-hmm. that you're currently in really moved me. And I appreciate you for coming on Mm -hmm. to just kind of expand on that Mm -hmm. with me because I completely get what it is that you're going through right now. Yeah. Almost like seeing the idea of this upcoming transition and, you know, you don't know what it's going to look like or when it's going to happen or Mm -hmm. when it's going to come to fruition, Mm -hmm. but, you know, to finally get to that space Mm and really see the endless possibilities basically Mm -hmm. of how you can create this for yourself Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to just feel comfortable with yourself yeah um I mean who would have thought that that was something that ah, I just wish it was taught more because it feel free honestly it's like you know when they say you turn your house into a home Mm. I don't think we really like, we, oh, I've come home. I'm going home now. I'm like, okay, we're going to this space. We're going with this space with the people that we love. We're going to this space where we lay our head. Okay, but, like, how much of that do you, how are you really defined in your space? How yeah. do you really, like, exist in it? Yeah, you right. can go see these people. Like, my mom's house is also my home because mm-hmm. we've made it a home. It's a right. very, it's a very safe environment. But this is just different. Like, I don't even... I don't even want to leave out of here yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's how I feel about my spot. Like, I'm so comfortable in my space that I'm just like, wow, I could literally stay here. Mm-hmm. I, I literally could. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I think it just, it sucks that now it's a little harder to get your own space. Mm-hmm. But oh at a certain point in time, an adult, mm-hmm. a grown adult, Mm-hmm. needs to have their own space so mm-hmm. they can know and learn for themselves what it means to not only take care of themselves and what that yeah. looks like but just what it means to be by yourself yeah right and not have your like you taking care of everything all mm-hmm. of your needs not mm-hmm. not that being you know handled by somebody else mm-hmm. just because just because mm-hmm. you know so i i completely understand what yeah. you mean because You know, I finally, like Gabe and I are finally in a space where we can see what our dynamic looks like when it's just the two of us. Mm -hmm. That's something that I haven't been able to see for for a a very long time, Mm -hmm. you know. So to see how, um, you know, not only my relationship, how our relationship has kind of developed in this short amount of time, Mm -hmm. um, 
but to see how I kind of like create my days. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a almost like a what a three sixty. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I have to constrict myself mm-hmm. in any type of mm-hmm. way to make others feel comfortable, even though that's not that's probably not the energy that they may have been giving or whatever but you still feel like when others are in your space you still feel like you have to constrict yourself a little bit yeah you know you have to maintain some type of presentation because that's still it's expected yeah in some regard exactly because i mean you want to technically be considerate of others Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so to now (laughs) be able to know and see how um this works mm-hmm. um i am so protective of my space yes. and my energy yes. and the people that i allow yes. in it yes, <laughs> you know you're the first person who's come in and i was oh, like, really okay. yeah i was like okay people can come over but then i'm also <laughs> like uh, really i want it to i want it to be the presentable like i want the presentation to be what I've envisioned it. So mm-hmm. I'm almost there. I'm missing like two pieces and then some like accents. Yeah. But um yeah, really 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 like protecting this space cuz this is my this is almost it's almost, yeah, this is like my safety net now. Mhm. I don't think about when I'm leaving, I don't think about driving to my mom's house anymore. I think about coming here and I've only been here a week and a day. Mm-hmm. That's how much I've like adapted and like adjusted myself to being here. That's cool. So this is this is it. I even dance naked in my mirror now. Yes. Like <laughs> amazingly. And she and I are so comfortable, so like we can walk however we are yeah. most comfortable in and out of the spaces. Yeah. Like hey. It's remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing in the mirror naked is literally a phenomenon. With that... my windows open. Okay. Okay. I mean that's period. It is what it is. Yeah. Honestly. I'm in like a, I'm in a really good part of the, I'm in a really good like corner space of the community where you can't see me, but I can see you. Yeah. So. I mean, whoever can just so catch up. Yeah, you just don't come near the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some weapons right. smashed up right. here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is so great, bro. I, I just, I just see the importance of being able to create. Mm-hmm space for yourself because from there comes so much more Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. who knows really what it is that's about to come from just Mm -hmm. you being in this space you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. that's pretty exciting to think about Mm -hmm. you know it's very nurturing it's very it's nurtured Mm -hmm. I'm nurturing myself here and um, like you were saying I don't know I don't know what could come from here but this the sense of freedom that's why it's so important for like the 17 and the 18 year olds who graduate from high school mm-hmm. to go away for at least a year mm-hmm. so that way they get to develop some form of independence mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same thing here just on a larger scale because we to an extent have the fallback of our parents but like we don't so much have the fallback and to be honest I don't even really want to I already don't but even more so I don't really want to rely on them because this is I guess this is it. This is the nurturing part. This yeah. is where I'm now. It's it's. I guess it's just a different level of taking accountability for myself, my mm-hmm. finances, and my responsibility and obligations. Yeah. And I'm. I fucking love it. That's good. I want to pay all my bills. Hey. I put money aside okay. for next month's rent. Wow. It is December what thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half of the money for next month, January first, is already put away. Okay. And I'm Blessings. just like, let's go. Yes. Let's go. Let's get in and out. Stay ahead of that shit for real. I would pay it now if it was already in the yes. bill, but it's not. I love so, that. Yeah. And I, mean, I always pay ahead, but this is like ahead, ahead. Yeah. And yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Kudos to you, bro. Yeah. That's that's huge. Yeah. Can you tell my people about yourself? Yes. Who okay. is Miss Davika? I literally just said I'm a woman of the world. Ooh. So I have no description. I have no direction. I, and they're not in the, it's not the connotation where it's like, oh, you're lost. You're, you're Roman. No. Yeah. Let's throw that out. Yeah. Cause I am, I am a nomad. Okay. I don't, I don't need a direction. Mm-hmm. I just go. Do I follow like certain trends yes I do do I feel comfortable with what's familiar yes I do Do I feel more secure 
and everything being the same and there being no change, yes, but change is evolutionary. So, you know, I'm just a woman of the world. I love sunflowers. You do? I love sunflowers. <laughs> I love seafoam green. What do you love? Why do you love sunflowers? Oh, because she's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> she's not the one that you see in the store. Yes, you can pick her up, but it's different. She grows big. She grows bold. She grows in so many different colors. Mm. She has an amazing smell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's a product of the sun. I feel like when we draw pictures of the sun, like we're looking at sunflowers. So mm -hmm. I get it. Yes, it's the sun and a flower. But like, <laughs> I live in the sun. Yeah. So I guess it's... I've never thought about why I love sunflowers so much. I just think they, I just think they have their own expression, and I think they're beautiful. They do. They talk to each other. I didn't know that. You didn't? No. <laughs> sunflowers actually like turn to one another. I forget why. That's beautiful. I <laughs> think it's, I think it's to like reflect more light onto one another or something oh. like that. I now I want to ask Siri. Um, hey Siri. Do sunflowers speak to each other? Okay, I found this on the web for do sunflowers speak to each other. Check it out. It says sunflowers turn to each other for help. Okay, well that's why, because... <laughs> I'm always like, so let's talk about these so we can work through them. They turn to each other for help. That's really cool. I love that. Cool. I love sunflowers. That my bre my bed sheet's actually a sunflower. It's like a it's a, a um, it's like a muted black and white. It's really pretty, but it's a sunflower. That's cool. So like, <clears throat> from going, you know, from the idea of needing the transition to finally going through, mm -hmm. you know, and making that space for yourself. Mm -hmm. How does that feel for you right now? I mean, I have my own identity. It was one that I didn't have when I was at my mom's house because it was kind of just whatever furniture we had, I put it in, and I knew I wasn't going to be there long. When we moved in in 2015, I was only at that house for eight months because then I like moved away for college. And even in my um, apart my off-campus apartment, I still didn't make it my own because I knew I was only going to be there for a year. And while it was my first apartment and it was an exciting experience, um, the only thing I really cared about was decorating the bathroom. <laughs> and then the following year I lived on campus and that was already structured. So I didn't really make that my own besides adding a curtain and some lights. Mm -hmm. So this is like, I didn't know that these are, this is what my ideas would come to be. I didn't know that this is how I would have my space and it really started with finding a space that I think matched the type of person I am something very open something with a lot of light something with really high ceiling so I can feel like the space is bigger than it really probably is it just seems a lot bigger mm -hmm. and having my pieces closer to the ground so I feel more grounded I have like an immediate I have like an immediate access to things I guess so it just it feels it's given me a personality and it's given me, I guess, my own identity that I didn't realize that I didn't have before, mm. I guess. Yeah, wow. Almost like you can see yourself in your environment. Yeah. Right. Before it was just, I would come home and I would get, like, I would make, I would give myself new bed sheets or I would buy towels or um, I would put up, like, a few pieces of art that I liked. But it just, it, that was it. There wasn't any more forethought put into it. But here, this the three spaces that were really important to me was my bedroom, my bathroom, and the balcony. And my bath mat says Gangster's Paradise. For sure. And I made my own shower curtain, which no one's seen yet because, like, it will be here eventually. What? And, yeah, and, like, <laughs> we're really, like, I've really given some like sincere thought into this space that I want to be a reflection of me. And I think it's portrayed so well. It's a mixture of like boho and chic and like minimalist, minim very minimal, um, 
with like pops of color and then I have this like really cute sexy section that's mm-hmm. just like that's my focus okay that's my focal point yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I get my like little sexy section where I just like this is where I'm really expressing myself right <laughs> so it's it's given me it's given me um identity and it's definitely given me peace and quiet I stretch out on my bed Mm-hmm. where I've never, I've never, I usually just lay very parallel and stiff. Like, I woke up one day and I was at this, like, diagonal angle and my bed is a queen, so, like, I'm not falling off of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's been great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I walked in your bathroom and I swear, I thought a candle was burning, but I had looked up at the shower head and I was like, oh, my God, that's eucalyptus. Yeah. <laughs> She's a grown-ass woman. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Really thought that that was a fucking candle. Yeah. And, oh, I literally have to take that. Yeah. I have to I have to apply that to my shower head it's because really nice. that is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't feel it yet. I feel like once I've taken, like, a longer shower, I can smell some of the, euc- the eucalyptus um like pouring through mm-hmm. while I'm showering. So if I turn around and I'm facing it, I can smell it, but not so much. But I know if I roll it, um, it'll make it more of a, a stronger scent, but I don't want to roll it because then, you know, that dries it out because it's, you know, yeah, um, true. Preserved. But yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you mentioned something earlier about um, change being evolutionary. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with you my sister (laughs) 100% but what I find interesting about that idea is that is the um, resistance Mm -hmm. to change Mm -hmm. it's a there it's it gets so much flack Mm -hmm. um, and the resistance is heavy Mm -hmm. it's debilitating yes Mm -hmm. yes it is and like the faster you understand that okay that you need to let go yeah <laughs> <laughs> the better um, things would be yeah but i i've always thought that it was very interesting how being able to bend and be flexible obviously is a good thing mm-hmm. being able to adapt is obviously a good thing um that all comes that all should come with change that all should be developed with change mm-hmm. but even though we have those two, like flexibility and adaptability, we still have this big-ass bubble mm-hmm. called change mm-hmm. that is just sitting there, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to change in your life, how do you tackle it? That's a good question. I guess it depends on if it's something that I want to change or not. So am I in it because it's familiar and it's comfortable? Am I in it because I know that something is going to be better on the other end? Or is it just too scary that the thought of it wears me out before I even get a chance to begin? I've already, I've already, I've already created the blueprint of how everything could go. And I've exhausted every option, but every just the thought of having to exhaust every option, knowing that this is because of some t- some type of change, has worn me out. That like I get so scared and so like I don't even want to. You just I, avoid it. I you avoid it completely. I saw something in um, one of the trainings at work, and they asked what kind of they asked what kind of person are you when it comes to confrontation, and I told them that I was the avoidance person. And I think that also is a testament to how I feel for change because change, again, is so, is so evolutionary that you don't know what to expect. And if it's not something that you're like spiritually, emotionally prepared to take on, I try to avoid it or I try to stay in like the constant that I'm familiar with until I'm ready. But there's never a moment of, okay, I'm ready. You kind of just got to, you just go ass in and you, you figure it out while you're there. Yeah. But, um. I guess I feel I think Tupac said change is a motherfucker (laughs) and regardless of if I'm comfortable or not if I want something to be different I'm gonna have to go with it and if I don't I just sit and complain Mm -hmm. until I do something differently which is not okay but I'm very much aware of it 
and I make the decision every day on whether or not I'm going to go with it or complain about it. To myself, though, because I know I wouldn't want to hear it. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's all a work in progress, honestly, because I, that's something that I um, really, like, had to get used to, I think. The idea of change mm-hmm. in this year has taught me, oh, really yeah. these past couple of years have taught me a lot about change and the importance of pivoting mm-hmm. when necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to like look around, see what I have, mm-hmm. and use what I got to keep moving forward. That has been a muscle that I have just been building for a very long time. And I see now change as more like transitions mm-hmm. rather than just that big ass cold wor- word mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. Because if anything is moving in my life now, I see it as a transitional situation to the next step, mm-hmm. right? So I love that. I just I can't because if I look at it any other way, I'm I am going to sit back and avoid it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be scared of it, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to want to take it on. Yeah. But if I see it as a transition, that lets me know that God is trying to put me somewhere that I need to be yeah and now my job is to figure out (laughs) okay what do I need to how do I need to align with this Mm -hmm. because I can feel them now Mm -hmm. it's to the point now where I can actually feel my transitions coming Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. I can feel when I'm when they're beginning, when yeah. they're at their ha- max height, yeah. climax, yeah. <laughs> you know, where shit is really like just coming at me. Yeah. And then I can feel when I'm out of it. Yeah. And to have that insight now is a blessing. I want that. It took work though, bro. <laughs> I want that. It took work. And when you say like, it's an everyday choice to choose, mm-hmm. you know, to either avoid it or take it on, that is the work that I put in. Mm-hmm. Choosing every day to either focus on the bad or learn from it. Mm -hmm. Choosing every day to focus on the good and learn from it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, um, it's like my mind is actively on go Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm keeping myself on the right path. Mm -hmm. And when when I say it takes work, it does Mm -hmm. take work. Constantly reminding yourself, "Uh uh-uh, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. No, yeah, we're not gonna fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're just we're gonna keep course, keep our pace. It's okay. Yeah. I have to remind myself that it's okay because if I don't, shit's gonna break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gonna wreak havoc on the whole system. It's gonna break down. <laughs> I think that's why I picked but, 2020. Actually, I feel like this has been the most transitional year for me Mm. and it came in such a like unexpectedly shitty period because at the beginning of 2020 like its introduction we were all talking about 2020 and it being a vision and this being like a very yeah visionary year and I remember 2020 vision oh my god okay but like (laughs) it took me at the beginning I was very like this is really fucked up the world's coming to an end can I say I hate white people I mean, I love them, <laughs> but like, damn it, wear your mask. Uh, Thanks, Trump. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, girl. I'm <laughs> Sorry. I, I was but, just talking to my homegirl saying, I have not heard that man's name in I don't know how long. Can, it's almost like Biden won, and, <laughs> and you, you just roll your eyes and you're like, yeah. oh, take and a deep breath. Left. Yeah. And he left, but he's not, he's, he's not done, but. Yeah, you know, I, I know I haven't heard, <laughs> I haven't heard that man's name in a minute. So. I'm still hearing it, but that's because uh, I feel like I'm still a part of, like, the revolutionary part of, um, like, the civil unrest. So. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I still hear it and I still see it. But back to the visionary. I, Imani and I, my sister and I were on, like, this, well, maybe, instead of this being so much of a physical and like our outside world, this is more of our eternal spiritual journey. Absolutely. And I was very, maybe not depressed, but I was working so much that I know that if I had have stayed home the way that everyone else was, I probably would have fallen into a really great depression. Mm. But 
um, because I had such a support, such a supportive system at home and an amazingly supportive system at work, um, while 2020 was really crappy, I feel like there were a lot of ways where I grew up mm. and a lot of ways where I started working on myself. Mm -hmm. And I have my favorite quote, which is have courage and be kind. And I feel like anytime I'm faced with adversity now, I guess that is a form of change that I didn't realize until now. But um, and I feel like anytime I'm faced with adversity now, I try to consciously say to myself, have courage and be kind. So I should have the courage to do whatever it is that I want to do, even if it makes me uncomfortable and I can just be kinder to myself mm -hmm. or to others yes. while I'm doing it. Yes. So that's been, that's been really great. Like I've even really worked on boundaries, which was a big thing for me and not like swallowing however I feel for the sake of how someone else may perceive it. Mm -hmm. Like I want to say to you that what you've done is fucked up and right. it hurt my feelings mm -hmm. and I didn't like that. Don't do it again. Mm -hmm. And then when you say, oh, I'm sorry, or you don't say I'm sorry, I don't want to be like, it's okay. Da -da -da. I don't want to say it's okay because it's not okay. I want to say thanks for understanding. Right. And um, thank you for respecting like my boundary or something like that, you mm -hmm. know? So that's been like no a really big are. one. Yeah. That yeah. one's been a really big one because I realized people can take what you say to them, me, I just feel like I have to be so mindful and conscious of how it's going to make you feel when maybe you just, you need to know that like, this really made me feel some type of way or it didn't, or you made me happy and I want to share that with you too. Yeah. One of the, um, there's a book called The Four Agreements. I also love white people. Yeah. I just want to I mean, clarify. they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> when they're I just not, like, weird when they're about not, shit. When they're wearing their masks. Yeah. Like, and, and respecting. This Honestly, this whole humanity. shit don't have to be, we're all humans. We yeah. don't have to be like this for, Yeah, we really know, don't. That, don't get the me faster, started. The quicker we recognize <sighs> the curse uh, on this country. Yes. The this easier world, it will be to move country. forward, yes. but I, I, I guess agree. I'm more like hearts and rainbows or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I feel like I just have to be you know. Like, <laughs> I know that came off really hard, but like, I'm oh. not bad. <laughs> I'm a woman of Shit, I forgot what I was gonna say, bro. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, four agreements. Okay, there's a book. Um, called The Four Agreements. I believe his name is Mario Ruiz or Marco Ruiz. Um, but one of them is to not take things personally. Oh my God, yeah. The other is, um, another one is to not assume. Mm -hmm. When I, this book gave me a lot more insight in terms of like stepping outside of my head mm -hmm. And stop thinking that my actions are negatively affecting somebody mm -hmm. when in reality it's just an idea that I created. Yeah. So um, to not take things personally, if somebody is coming at me, let's say I, I you know, I worked in customer service. That's one of my goddamn jobs. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I might have like an irate customer, but. Honestly, irate customers, they don't want to deal with me because I will have a smile on the entire time. You yes. do not affect me, baby. I, yes. know I have nothing to do with your issue. Yes. But you I'm here to help, help you. Or not. Yes. Yeah. what boys don't do. I will let you know that I'm here to help you, mm -hmm. but I'm not your problem. Mm -hmm. So take that somewhere else. Take it somewhere else. Yes. Work on but it. But either way, what I can do is help you with this mm -hmm. issue, mm -hmm. and you can get the fuck on. Yes. <laughs> But anyway, what I was trying to say that. was <laughs> literally not ass assuming also takes that mm -hmm. idea out of the equation. Like, mm -hmm. I, the, okay, I, you have to tell me if I am doing this mm -hmm. or if, uh, you know, this is maybe an issue. Because if you let it marinate, then I'm not going to know what the mm -hmm. fuck is wrong. Mm -hmm. So... But I refuse to assume that I am the reason why you have you're in a mood, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially if you haven't communicated. Exactly. It. Yeah. And I have, I feel I'm like single. done a very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to find somebody that will just communicate the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm -hmm. the truth, the mm -hmm. wholehearted, mm -hmm. honest truth. Mm -hmm. It's very rare, mm -hmm. especially when you want to get to know somebody. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't feel comfortable enough to, you know, just tell me what's going on, then what are, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Honestly. What Honestly. Are we, what are we doing? We're just occupying each because other's Because I can't keep moving forward if I don't know what's happening. Because, well, like, Nick, <laughs> Nick what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I don't know what's That's happening. Back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm also not going to assume, okay, well, you want to keep, you don't want to respond. That is, Mm -hmm. that's fine. I've still got some shit going on over here. I got work to do. I'm not going to sit and dwell and assume that this nigga hates me or this nigga don't actually like me. A nigga will show me that Mm -hmm. he likes me by Mm -hmm. being consistent Mm -hmm. and showing up Mm -hmm. in my inbox Mm -hmm. at my door Mm -hmm. on my phone every time. And then when you don't follow up. Then thank you for letting me. Anymore, <laughs> thank so. you for letting me know who yeah, you are. Okay. Just, it, I mean seriously though, I I used to think like, when people say, oh well, you got to give them more than one chance. You know, no. once you go through, you get two. No, 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 Once you go anymore. through an experience where it's like, okay, well, I let I've seen hella red flags with this nigga, mm-hmm. and he, I let some shit slide, mm-hmm. and then with this nigga, I have <laughs> seen some red flags too. Mm-hmm. I let that shit slide. So any other niggas that come through is just like. Bro, I'm sorry, but I, I think I might have the energy for maybe one flag, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you can't talk about it, you're going to have to get the fuck on. On the real, <laughs> I say to my friends, I'll tell you, if I meet a guy and he's real cool, but I see some shit, I will tell you, these are the things that I'm seeing. I'm going to lay them out. So when I come back and I say that it's shit hit the fan... And I'm like, this is da-da-da. You can look at me and be like, but bitch, remember at the beginning when you told me it was X, Y, and Z? Yeah. So I could be like, cool, this is my accountability. And then from that on, um, it helps to shape how I maintain the interactions with men. So off bucks, if I don't like the vibe, I don't even continue. Yeah. And I get a lot of, I'm upset that I don't talk to you anymore, or why don't you want to talk to me? And I don't even respond back, because I, I don't because... know how to tell you that. I didn't really like the vibe that I got from you. Why? Um, uh, I just say I'm good, Holmes. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm still working on it. I'm and I, good, and I was gonna, I told him I was like, well, it was, it was. I, was, I told him it was really nice meeting you, though. Mm-hmm. Like I had a good time. It was really nice meeting you. And then the follow up was, yeah, why don't I hear from you anymore? Well, I, I, I told you it was nice meeting you. That should have been enough. Aww. I thought that was clear. I mean, maybe I think it that was a good way. But also, niggas are hard headed. So. They are, and they don't listen. <laughs> so. I really want to, I want to get some dudes on this show to, mm-hmm. like, get their perspective on, like, what they're getting from our side. Because I, I just wonder really what. good ones, I think. Would be really? Good. Yeah, Because I, I just wonder what. Um, but I'm not talking to one of them because he's just not doing his job. <laughs> I, I, look, okay, I <laughs> just have a feeling that. They think we're fucking crazy. Yeah, because I've heard, I've heard some stories from some of my guy friends about the girls that they deal with, and I'm just like, where are y'all finding these women? Yeah, I don't understand what the hell. Yeah, it's I don't have the en- I don't have the energy. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't have the energy. Oh I God. have one baby boy mm-hmm. running around on this earth. Mm-hmm. I have enough energy for me, for him. And maybe it's like (laughs) and one of you know, just one more entity. But you you really yeah, you gotta have the you have to have the (sighs) stamina. Yeah. Mm. I have to have the stamina, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if if I feel overwhelmed, it's gonna be an issue. Mm -hmm. And don't take it out. And I've worked very hard to maintain my energy levels. Mm You know, and what I'm surrounded by. Mm-hmm. So I need you to be able to not only hold your, I need you to hold your own, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I remember in my first relationship, like, in my first <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. So this hasn't even been explained, but. My son's dad uh-huh. is my first relationship. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So there were some ideas about 
um, what I thought like a boyfriend girlfriend situation was supposed to be what mm-hmm. a girlfriend was supposed to do for mm-hmm. their boyfriend mm-hmm. and obviously like that nigga definitely was catered to mm-hmm. but it's just like I recognized after going through that 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 was the wrong idea mm-hmm. about what a relationship actually is supposed to be because you gave too much exactly okay. and not yeah. enough was I wasn't being poured into mm-hmm. yes 100% yeah and to be um, the age that I was, like, that probably would have been important mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm. be surrounded by, especially, mm-hmm. like, being out on my own in, like, a different city, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, be in school and shit like that. But instead, I was distracted. Yeah. So I just learned some things about that relationship that has was enough for me to be like not pass on Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. i'm not giving into anything else Mm -hmm. but what it is that i need Mm -hmm. um to be great Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if you can't be on that Mm -hmm. train then Mm -hmm. my friend you're gonna have to step yeah you're gonna have to step you don't give free rides honey i'm sorry you gotta be able to you gotta be able to hold your own because i felt uh, like i was dragging Mm -hmm. and didn't realize it till i got out of it Mm -hmm. That was crazy. And now, look, five years to basically rebuild. Mm -hmm. But I've learned so much about who I am, you know, Mm -hmm. so and what I can fucking do. Mm -hmm. So it's it's just like taking those type of experiences Mm -hmm. and being able to step back and say, yeah, no more. Never again. Not again. You know what I wish? I wish when I broke up with my ex recently that I would have spent more time in the like newly broken up vulnerable but transitional stage that's what i wish i, I think that done. is the most important stage yeah. to like really marinate yeah because it's i think it's one thing when like you are going through that stage of like okay i'm reclaiming my identity i'm finding different things to pour into i'm finding different ways to occupy my time i'm rebuilding relationships and friendships with people um i'm getting to know myself i don't know if i already said that but that's the big one and i'm creating new habits and new patterns of uh, uh, new patterns of behavior so there's that and then there's where you're already like okay well i've done all of the work or i feel like i'm okay and then you start dabbling in the idea of talking to someone and maybe talking to someone Mm -hmm. i wish i would have stayed in that stage of just focusing on myself and like acknowledging that I still have some hurt and I still have work that I want to do on myself because now that I've started talking to different guys though I do feel like I'm ready I also still see that I'm not if a guy was to be like I want you to be my girlfriend Mm -hmm. I would say I'm not yeah I don't think I'm really ready to be that but that's good though that's good to know and be honest with where you're at yeah because look oh my god I literally have gone through all of this just to be able to, like, personally, I think when you break up with somebody, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, that's all you've known for a while, yeah. a very long time, <clears throat> while there is no really, like, expiration date on healing, mm-hmm. taking a year to mm-hmm. just figure it out, to mm-hmm. just woo-saw, calm mm-hmm. the fuck down from what just went down, mm-hmm. and then, you know you know taking that year and then figuring out how to move forward yeah do i want to continue on this path or do i maybe want to start to get to know somebody yeah because when you start moving in that direction of getting to know people that's when the vulnerabilities um from that previous relationship start to start to show up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and by taking your time and figuring that out and understanding it Mm And maybe even possibly finding somebody that's patient enough Mm -hmm. to work with you on Mm -hmm. that, you know. And you can't go back. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You literally cannot compromise moving forward. You cannot compromise moving forward or else all that work that you did will go in vain. Yep. And it did. Yeah. And you just like, but even if you do, grace and mercy Mm -hmm. every time. I have to pick up. You have to give yourself habits. grace and mercy every time. Yeah, there's and that is also an active yes. activity yes. that you have to yes. do. Yes. Actively give yourself grace and mercy yeah. every day. Yeah, it's just so crazy because I feel like it's those things that you don't 
think about like no one thinks about like oh I have like you know oh I've just got a relationship I should probably be by myself um but then you meet someone you're like okay cool like he's cool let's see but then you're kind of like no this meeting you was so organic Mm -hmm. so unexpected Mm -hmm. I bumped into you at a 7-Eleven and my sandwich fell when you picked it up (laughs) and you were on bended knee and you were close to me you know (laughs) so unexpected just like that (laughs) just like that but also like my you know and you were the breezy okay he's got it going on okay but I was just in this stage where like I was getting into this rhythm and I was picking up routines and I was really enjoying myself and I feel like this like bubble of like you time has popped and now it's like how do I get back to how do I get back to developing the me time when like I know that there's now this like lingering concept of a man Mm -hmm. when before there wasn't it was just I need a little bit of time to work on myself right that's funky you gotta like find a balance yeah Mm -hmm. it's all about balance and finding that person that respects the balance. Mm-hmm. I found and, that person, but and, I don't think I want him. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just that alone. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know what to say there, friend. But, I mean, you, we both understand that balance is important mm-hmm. for anything. Yes. Like, any and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow, Davika. Where can my people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. On the Instagram. I'm on the gram. My handle is at B-L-A-C period M-A-G-I-C-K. If you're wondering what that means, magic with the K is a different type of cultivation of power. Okay. So as a black person, I'm creating this magic that's not just one-dimensional it's a little bit spiritual it's a little bit internal it's a little bit universal but it's still like our basic concept of magic Mm. it's still it's still a manifestation of something unexpected or predictable but that's kind of the meaning behind it it's just it's does it have to do more with self overall Mm -hmm. okay I've never heard of that, and I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You learned something. What Girl, is it? My name needs to be so profound. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, thank you so much for joining me on yes. my show today. Thank you for having and me. Just your overall presence today has just really been great. Thank you. So this was wonderful, listeners. I hope you guys are having a great holiday and enjoying the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This has been a very mild winter so far. Yes. And we're only in the beginning of December. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to question it, you know? I bought a winter jacket just in case. Because I'm I'm expecting. I know everyone's always like, every year we're going to have a rough one. But I I do think we might have a rough one. I feel like that might be like closer to January. Oh, yeah. January, February. It might get red. It might get crazy. It might get a little loco. I'm expecting it. This year, I am actually expecting it to be bad. But well, I'm trying to. I'm staying in the house. Yeah. Just prepare yourself. <laughs> you will see me again in June. Yeah, <laughs> like shit. Yeah, yeah. You will see me again in June. Yes. Hopefully, this ass is raised and these abs are Hello. on a blaze. And, <laughs> and somebody's taking flights. Okay. Can we say the end of COVID 2020? Oh, is that an geez. option? 2021. This shit is dragging. Because a bitch is not staying indoors <sighs> any longer. Okay. When it's safe to come out, <laughs> I'll be out. Like, shit, you will yeah, find yeah. me in Jamaica <laughs> when it's safe to go. Just in the me meantime, in take a shot from me. You, <laughs> yeah. can do that. you could definitely take a shot from me overall. I'll have a whole hazmat suit. Fake, you which do. I did. I did you that. do have a hazmat suit. I had a whole suit. hazmat suit. I wore a face mask. I had two gloves. I, yeah, I had two funny. masks, gloves. I had plastic bags over my shoes. COVID Fuck was not penetrating germs, me, right? okay? <laughs> Fuck you, germs. Okay. You're not touching me. It was wild, but it was worth it. Oh, man. Just don't do it at home, though. Oh, God. I think now they want uh, you to wear your mask around your roommates, mm-hmm. which is... 
absurd. I mean, I mean, I I get it, yep. but it's just if we would have addressed this when I can't even. Get you know what? Let's not even it. get into this. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much for joining me <laughs> on my show today, Tabitha. Yeah. I <laughs> I truly I appreciate you. I love you. Um, I love you. I oh wait, we haven't even like talked about how we are how we know each other for real. Okay. I mean. I got How do we know? <laughs> like, you didn't go. Did you go to John Hanson? No. No, you didn't go to John Hanson. I was at Flintstone. Was this? Did is you that how we met? Yes, we went to Flintstone. But huh. is that how we met? Was your mom in the PTA? Probably. Oh, I literally don't know hmm. how we met. Your mom was a homeschool teacher, so I know yes. we went over your house every day. You know, my fault. <laughs> Imani brought up PlayStations. We used to play the PlayStation in your basement. Yeah. And we did the Bloody Mary in the mirror. We did. In your, in your, your downstairs basement. Yeah. I vividly remember sitting down. Yeah. Like, I didn't play. I remember the, the image I have is that the, the gray PlayStation is just sitting there. And I'm in your basement. And then I remember us, like, freaking out because we thought we saw something in the top yeah. left-hand corner of the ba- right-hand corner of the bathroom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea. How, that was my memory. Just enjoy that. I have no I, idea how we met. I don't. I don't really know. I. I feel like it had something to do with homeschooling, mm-hmm. but from there it just kind of took off. Mm-hmm. And you guys, we were over each other's houses like all, all the, the time. time. You yep. were like one neighborhood away. Yep. And you guys were either over our house or we were either over mm-hmm. your house. Mm-hmm. And then you guys fucking moved, yeah. and that friendship decimated (laughs) because our parents didn't keep up communication Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. then we reconnected 20 years later but like we started following each other on instagram Mm -hmm. i think and then like finally i don't know what but we like actually met up Mm -hmm. and finally we connected Mm -hmm. and 20 fucking it's been 20 years it's been 20 years yeah my man my parents divorced when i was eight wow when i was eight yeah, so 20 fucking years of... And we're t- I'm 29 now. So. Well, and we met, yeah. like, we, reco- we reconnected last year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think it was last year. Wow. It seems very last year-ish. Very last year-ish. I, 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 I just think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like... You're my oldest friend. The oldest friend I have. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's awesome. The oldest friend that I have. That's amazing. First place. <laughs> right, 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 like shit. Yeah, first place. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, man, that's so awesome. But, yeah, like, reconnected and literally, like, Gabriel calls you Auntie Davika. Mm-hmm. He fucking loves Najee and Imani. Mm-hmm. And it's just I call great. him Uncle Gabe. Yeah. And he answers to it. Or Gabers. I just he think answers to Uncle Gabe. It's so cool. He really does. He does. But that's because he, there is this show called Uncle Grandpa. And (laughs) do you know that show? No. Okay, Uncle Grandpa is a really weird show, not going to lie. I remember watching it when I was in middle school, Mm -hmm. high school, but like, it also was very weird. Mm -hmm. Like, just random old ass niggas, you know, (laughs) playing around with kids. You know, called himself Uncle Grandpa. He got a tiger as a pet or something like that. Is it, is but it yeah, weird or is it pedophilia like? I mean, I don't really think it's pedophilia like I honestly think it might be a little offensive to our special community. Okay. Because he does sound a little special, but I don't really know much about what they're trying to do there. Yeah. I kind of do I want to watch it? I don't know, but if you want a cartoon recommendation, <laughs> I can definitely give you one. There is a show called Okay KO, Let's Be Heroes. You can find it on Cartoon Network. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I love that. I love this show. Literally, like there's this little boy named KO. Okay. He wants to be a hero, just like everyone else in his community, there there are some mm-hmm. type of hero. There, mm-hmm. some level of heroism mm-hmm. is applied to every citizen mm-hmm. of this town. Um, Ko has a mother named Carol, who mm-hmm. was a superhero or mm-hmm. is a superhero, but she now teaches self defense classes. Okay. But she used to fight on this crime fighting hero team. Um, K.O. goes with his mother to work, but while she's working, he actually works in a convenience store called Mr. Gar's. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Gar was actually 
Carolyn or Carol's um, ex partner mm-hmm. on that hero fight crime fighting team. Mm-hmm. Now, friends, I honestly really want you to watch this show now yeah, and please get back to me because like the way that they do not answer what the relationship is between Mr. Gar and Carol <laughs> is very intriguing. The kids won't pick up on it, but yeah. as an adult yeah. watching it, yeah. it's just like, What's really what going is going on? on? Each season, I think, has at least like maybe 30 episodes, but they're like maybe 10-minute episodes each. Okay. Okay. But it is a good show, friends. Gabriel put me on to it. Um, you can find it on Hulu, HBO Max. <laughs> All the streaming You know, I think there's a good, like, three seasons. So if you want something to watch with your kids, you know, or just by yourself and you love good cartoons, yeah, that is a show that you should for sure watch. Okay. Um, hopefully Cartoon Network hears that because I would like some money. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> um, with that being said, I want to thank you all so much for sticking around for another episode of Natural Head Case. Um, I am your girl, El Flo. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do to keep up with. Yes. <laughs> with me. Up. Yeah, and um, I thank you so much for listening. Um, and remember, it's okay to not be okay, friends. Have a good day. Bye. Wow, friend, thank you so much for joining me today. I have to say the feedback that I have been receiving has been so greatly appreciated, and I just had to share how thankful I am for you all. I can feel my village growing, and it just has me so overwhelmed with joy. Oh my gosh. You can connect with me on Instagram at ELFLO underscore, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, friends, this is Natural Headcase. Ta-ta. Also, we're seven episodes in. We did it, Joe. We did it.